Hello. Howdy, everybody. Um, welcome back to another episode of It's Not Easy. I'm Joanna. And I'm Marissa. And today we are coming at you live on Valentine's Day. Well, yeah. not really live because we're recording this earlier, but when you listen to it, if you listen to it on the drop date, it's Valentine's Day. So I hope you're wearing all of your pink and red and buying yourself flowers and doing all of the things. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. You are my Valentine's. Yes, absolutely. Um it's actually funny. I really like Valentine's Day, but I think it's because my favorite color is pink. And so I've just okay. always liked the decor of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Even though I think it's kind of a silly holiday. I agree. Like, I think it's kind of fun because it almost is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that it's like fun to just dress up in like pink or red or I don't know, like have like a little reason to get together with your friends or whatever. But I'm definitely not somebody who's like, if I don't get flowers on Valentine's Day, I'm going to like cause a scene like yeah I, like, that's just like never been me as we've as I've said before like I just don't really care about that but it's like still fun to just appreciate everybody in your life right for totally a silly agree. little day yeah it's such a hallmark <laughs> holiday like yeah it it was literally created so that people would spend money on cards and flowers I and know. chocolates and all of that which so. honestly like slay slay yeah like I love that for you. Capitalism doing its thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we wanted to chat about just some dating advice, some funny dating stories. Um, yeah, completely unhinged because literally no one asked for our advice. But no. We're going to give it to you anyway. It's completely unsolicited. <laughs> like absolutely nobody was like, hey, Joanna and Marissa, can you give us advice on this? <laughs> but we are going to say our piece and hopefully you listen and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, where, where to even begin? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think to preface too, like, I think we have interesting perspectives because we have mm-hmm. like almost very different perspectives Yeah. in the sense that like you've been in a long-term relationship now for mm-hmm. like some time. Yeah. Like pushing five and a half years, which is insane. Yeah. And I haven't been in like a serious relationship I mean, I don't even know if I count any of I know, them like, serious. Does high, does high school count? High school doesn't count. I feel like it doesn't. Um, but I've been on a lot of dates, and so I feel like I can bring that perspective yeah. to light. And, and, and you're give in, like, the, the dating scene I'm right very now, in the dating I'm scene not. right now. So we mm. have different perspectives, but I feel like we also agree on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's funny just to get our perspectives on... Um, I don't know. I feel like we agree on a lot of things, which is funny. Yeah. 100%. Um, I think my first thing is that first dates are just kind of going to be awkward Mm -hmm. because you like one of the parties ends up putting too much pressure on the situation. Gotcha. You know? So it's like, like when I go on a first date, I almost don't even count it as like a date. It's more of like a, like a meet and greet, like, Mm -hmm just see if it's even the vibe. Like, especially if it's somebody that I'm like meeting for the first time, Mm -hmm. you just don't want to put this pressure on it of like, oh my gosh, like I have to have the perfect outfit and we have to go and talk about X, Y, and Z things and and do all of that. Cause it's like, that's not even what it's about. Like, Mm -hmm. you know how many people you meet in your life and you just like come across and like, you never have like that, like maybe like first date with them, but you end up like kind of in a relationship and like dating them down the line. Right. So that's why I try not to put so much pressure on like a first date. Cause I'm just like, you're just meeting it, someone. Yeah. It doesn't know? even matter. Like you're just meeting somebody mm-hmm. and they could literally be so stunning in the vibe, or you could be like, listen, like that was not the vibe. I never want to speak to them again. And it's totally fine either way. Yeah. I think that's, that's great. Yeah. I mean, 
And so I, I don't know. I, I know it's easier said than done because people are like, oh, like with the label of like it being a date, people like get nervous. Mm-hmm. But it's just like... Or just think of it like I'm getting drinks with somebody and meeting... It's kind yeah. of like networking. It literally is networking. Yeah. I told my mom that and she laughed at me. No, it, it is. Like yeah. you're literally selling yourself kind of to someone and you're feeling them out. Like it's kind of like when we were doing our career advice. Yeah. Like you're just kind of seeing if you vibe with this person and if you don't, it's okay. Yeah. But it's like... I don't know. I feel like there shouldn't be as much pressure. And of course, again, this is coming from someone who's not in the dating scene. So, you know, if that's just not my place, that's not my place. But I feel like just look at it as exactly what you said. You're just meeting somebody. If you really like them, you can, you know, feel it out and get to know a deeper level. But I feel like the surface level, like first date stuff, it's just like very surface level. Do we vibe? Yes or no? Yeah. I've been on a lot of first dates where like, we had a lot of fun in Mm -hmm. terms of like, we had great conversation. Like they were super cool, but I was like, I just know it's not going anywhere in that way. And that's that's fine. You know, it's like, they were a really cool person. Like, and you know, we got a drink or two and it is what it is, but we don't need to go on date number two and that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And so that's why it's just easier. If you don't put a ton of pressure on it, like moving into the date that you Mm -hmm. can like, I don't know then kind of come out of it and not feel like you owe them a second date or they owe you a second date or, you know, you have to keep texting or doing whatever. So, yeah. Something else that you said in there with, you know, like stressing about your outfit. I feel like it made me think of something as advice. And this is stolen from Katie Bilotti. Okay. And she literally wears like the same outfit on every first date. I love that. And I'm like, that's so smart. Like in the winter, she's like, I wear my leather pants and like my favorite black bodysuit. And she's like, because I know I like it. And I wear it on every first date because I like it and I like how I look in it. And it's like not too much, but it like looks really nice and Mm -hmm. it fits like any venue I would be going to. So she's like, yeah, I wear the same outfit. So if that's something that's like stressful for you, if you're, you know, entering the dating scene or starting to go on dates or just doing that and your outfit always stresses you out, pick your favorite outfit and literally wear it on every first date. Yeah. I feel like I kind of go with the same framework, but Mm -hmm. I either do leather pants if it's like a nicer spot where I do like black jeans if it's like more casual. Mm -hmm. Cause like if we're going to like grab like tacos, I'm not going to wear leather pants. I'm going to wear like (laughs) jeans, you know, but it is like, I kind of have a structure too of like, okay, I'm going to wear this black bodysuit and these black jeans or this mm-hmm. black bodysuit and this leather pant situation. Yeah. And it's it smart. is, it makes it a lot easier. And like, honestly, I would show up to a date in like groove pants and a sweatshirt. Like I literally do not care. Yeah. Um, so she could go to like a brewery or something super yeah, chill. Like that, literally like that's totally acceptable. Yeah. Seriously. So um, yeah, definitely don't put too much pressure on that because mm-hmm. half the time a guy isn't even going to notice like what you wear because I know we dress for the ladies, not for the men. So yeah, who cares? Literally. You know, don't waste your cute outfit on these men. Right. So yeah, that was like a little first date situation. I need to open my note back up. <laughs> um, something I guess that can kind of go along with the first date situation. If you go for drinks, I recommend if you're a female to not go beyond two drinks because I feel like that steps into the territory of like, you can be there for a really long time. You can Mm -hmm. also like start like really spewing on a first date if you're like past (laughs) that two drink mark. Um, and so I recommend like date one and two, if you're drinking, keep it under two drinks. Yeah. And then that way, like, hopefully you still feel comfy to drive home and like, you don't have to rely Mm -hmm. on anybody or Uber like too, but, um, yeah, I just, yeah, 
I'm a one or two drink kind of gal on a first, mm-hmm. second date. So. Yeah. My next piece of advice is they kind of go together, but it's for like the time frame of it. Like if you're doing drinks or kind of whatever it is and you're like kind of nervous about like, how do you leave the date? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm someone who's always super anxious about like experiences or places I haven't been. And I'm like, well, where do I park for this or whatever? So I feel like some people might stress over like, okay, like I can get myself to the date, but like, how do I like end the night? Like with your friends, you're like, okay, let's go to another bar with this like rando. I feel like you need to like have plans after. So you have like a set end time. And I feel like you should shoot for like no more than two hours in general. Yeah. So if you're meeting for drinks at like eight, you need to be like, I have something at 1030. So I need to leave at 10. So like you can set it up ahead of time. So it doesn't seem like you're like trying to escape early or anything like that. But like, then it's like a good amount of time to figure out like how you're feeling. Um, But also, I don't know, like you have an escape route. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And I, I typically try to keep this what are you finding on the floor i feel like there's like glass in your carpet oh you know what that actually shatter because like this is literally a piece of glass i just picked up oh my gosh is there really still glass over here so i see like a couple shards sorry i didn't mean to derail but i was making sure that this was a safe carpet for you that's okay so i actually (laughs) did break a wine glass on christmas eve eve and i thought i got all of it i mean it's like was it did it have gold on it there's like a little yeah okay that's totally a little glass piece i was like what is sharp on my hand Okay. I didn't cut myself. Right I now. think we're. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Just just, just safety corner. Yeah. <laughs> um. It was actually really sad though. It was like my festive glass. I know. And it shattered. I was very. sad I saw about the gold it. on there, and I was like, whatever this was was something cute. Yeah. No, she was very cute, but she is no more. So. Um, anyway, I am a big first date, second date, like going on the weekdays. And so I think that also gives an escape of like, oh, I have work in the morning. So like I need to be home by 10 o'clock. That's so smart. You know? And so like I've broken this rule a couple times and gone on weekend dates, but it happens. Yeah. Especially cause like I'm so busy during the week. It's like hard. It's like my only day I can go on dates is like Tuesdays cause Mm -hmm. I am at the studio like every other night. But, um, yeah, I think the weeknight thing is kind of nice too, because especially if they like also work a nine to five, then, you know, they also yeah. have to get up in the morning and work and do all of that. So I feel like it, you might've already said this, but I think it helps adhere to the like two drinks also. Yes. Cause you're like, I don't want to feel like shiz for my actual job. Right. That matters to me. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. That's a good one. Yep. I just thought of another one and then it like escaped my mind, but I feel like these are all like really good date. Oh, I ha- this is the one I wanted to say. Um, When you're going on dates, even if it's, like, been a couple, like, tell your friends you're going on a date and, like, tell them where you're going. Um, I just feel like safety is super important. So I think it's always just worth calling out, like, I recommend having your own transportation, especially if it's a first date. Like, don't let them pick you up. Like, even if they're just being nice, like, I just think that that's, like, not a great idea. Um, And, like, let your friends know where you're going whenever you go on dates, I feel like you always let us know where you're going. And Joanna's actually so funny. She'll be like, if you don't hear from me by 10, call the police. (laughs) But so whenever I know her date is like supposed to end, I like, I'll just like look at your location really quickly and be like, oh, she's home. Perfect. Like, cause I never want to be like, where, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to do that. And I know you're like fine, but 
you just gotta look out for your girls. You yeah, know? totally agree. So tell somebody where you're going. Yeah, no, I think that is super important, especially if you're meeting somebody like on a like an app or something and yeah. you know you don't maybe have like mutuals with them I think mm-hmm. it's especially important like it's important regardless but yes. it's like if you don't know them at all yeah um with the climate of like how we do date right now which I feel like is very like app heavy yeah which is I good. think yeah I That's think it's cool. important to just um you know tell people where you're at and like my girlies always have my location so they know <laughs> if they know if I'm home or not um yes Safety first. Yeah, safety is super important. I definitely agree. Um, I've said this before, but sometimes splitting the check is the best option, especially for like date one and two. Um, Especially like, I actually talked about this with, I was in Colorado for a week with Mm -hmm. my coworkers and um, one of my coworkers, he's a guy and he's like about my age, also single. So he's in the dating scene and like, we'll just sometimes like yap about things. And I was telling him, I was like, yeah, like, I always like offer to split the check, especially on a first date, because I just, I don't know, like, I don't want to be put in a situation where like, they're like, okay, so like now it's time for date two. If I wasn't feeling it and like, I don't know, I don't want to feel like I owe anybody anything. For sure. And not that I would like, and I honestly, like most of the time they pay the check anyway and it's whatever, but he was like, oh my gosh, like if a girl asked to split the check with me, like I would feel like she had such an awful time. Like that would be, and I was like, like honestly, no, it's just modern. I know. Like, I was like, it's just, it's just 2023. And the fact that mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't want to be put into a weird situation. And he was like, okay, good. He was like, that hasn't happened to me yet. But I'm like, did I just stress him out? Like Maybe. thinking that that's going to happen to him. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people this is still like a very divisive topic. Like some people are still very much like man should pay blah, blah, blah. I'm in the camp of like, at least offer yeah. to split. I think that that's super fair or just like pay your own bill. Like yeah. pay for your drinks. Yeah. I think that's okay too. And like I've offered like, honestly in recent history, I can't remember a time where I like offered to split the check and they like took me up on it. Like they never take you up on it really. But yeah, it's almost one of those things where like, I don't know. It's just, it's nice to offer. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I agree. It goes back to me not wanting to put pressure on the situation of feeling like I owe anybody anything, which Mm -hmm. like, I know I don't, but it's like, right. Cause then you don't have to feel obligated to be like, okay, I don't want to go on another date, but he still just wanted to pay the check and that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes. Which also kind of rolls into my next point yeah, of just because you give someone a chance doesn't mean you owe them anything. Yeah. I, this has been an issue, I feel like, you know, probably forever, but like, especially like when I was in high school and like in college and even now mm-hmm. guys have this whole thing of like, oh, well, like you haven't even given me a chance, but then it's like, as soon as you give somebody a chance, then, then you're leading them on. And you're just like, you can't win with it because I'm like, I will give a lot of people a Mm -hmm. chance and like go on a date with somebody. Like if somebody asks me on a date and they're not totally like creeper stalker, like murder vibes, I will, I will, (laughs) I will go on a first date with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, after that, you just have to evaluate, like if it's not the vibe, it's not the vibe. And so that means they're a weirdo though. Exactly. Well, I can't believe that you don't like me. It's like, okay. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. It's like, then they think you're leading them on. And so you just have to like kind of get tough with that. And it's like, if you know, after like a first date or a second date or whatever, that it's not the vibe, then like, it's totally fine to cut it off. Like, don't be mean. Don't ghost them. Like tell them nicely. Like, Hey, like ghosting is fine. 
I'm not, I'm not a ghosting person. Although I actually have really done a bad job with that and I feel bad. I can get into Yeah, I keep going. That and then whole situation we should later. circle back. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I suggest giving somebody a chance, but then like it's totally fine if it's not the vibe and then you can and mm-hmm. cut them off after that. Like Yeah. And that's fine. But I think people deserve a chance. Yeah. Unless they're crazy or weird. I mean, I think it's clear when people don't. Yes, I agree. Like, if they're, like, creepy stalker, obsessive weirdo vibes, like, absolutely not. Absolutely That does not deserve a chance. But someone who's, like, seems normal and nice, sure. Like, I feel like that even comes into the, like, comes with the context of, oh, maybe it's somebody that you don't see, like, you kind of know them loosely, or you're like, I just don't know if that would, like, be a thing, but being willing to, like, give it a date and, like, see, I think that's, like, super normal. Totally agree. For sure. That was my piece on that. I feel like we need to circle back on ghosting. I feel like it's fine. Okay. Yeah. But also, again, I'm not in the dating scene, so I feel like I haven't really had to do that. But I think, like, here's here's what I think. And you can let me know what you think. But I think if you go on a date and I think you need to communicate, like, a little bit afterward. Like, I think you can't leave the date unless they're, like, a weirdo, like, creeper. Like, yeah. you can absolutely ghost those people. But I think if you're not feeling it, I think you can kind of let the conversation, like, texting, whatever, like, fizzle out and then kind of disappear. I think that's fine. Okay, but that's not ghosting. Okay. See, I I don't think you should, like, go on the date and then literally never speak to them again. Right. But I think, you like, if you at least say, like... Thank you, blah, blah, blah. I think that's enough. And then if you don't interact yeah. again, I think that's okay. Yeah, no, that's not, that to me isn't ghosting. So like ghosting. soft ghosting. Yeah, okay. that, that okay. to me isn't ghosting. That's just kind of letting things fizzle, which I'm okay. totally a fan of. Gotcha. Um, for me, ghosting is like either like making a plan and then being like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm just not going to follow up with them right. or like okay. just never, you know, have them like come at you a couple times with texts and never respond to them or whatever, like fully blocking if that's, I don't know. So I'm not a big fan of that, but no, I think having things fizzle is totally fine. Okay. Um, I feel horrible though, because I've just been incredibly busy the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And there's been a guy that I actually like want to go on a date with. Mm -hmm. Like I really like was looking forward to it and it just like, hasn't worked like time and time again. And I haven't texted him back in like five days and I feel so bad, but like Every time I remember mm-hmm. to like text him back, it's like super late at night, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not gonna like text him at like 11 p.m. Like, yeah. So maybe after this, set yourself a reminder. At this after this episode, I'm gonna text him. Okay, back. No, that's good. <laughs> was this the person you were supposed to get coffee with like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was like before the, you went on your work trip. Yeah. So like, what happened is we were supposed to go like Friday night out for mm-hmm. drinks. I had like a really rough work day and like week, and that just like didn't feel well on that Friday night. So we like pushed it, but then I was gone all week in Colorado mm-hmm. and then we were supposed to get drinks, not drinks, supposed to go like on a coffee moment on Saturday morning, but he got stuck at work late. He had mm-hmm. like a, a gig he was doing on Saturday morning. And so we didn't end up doing that. And then we like texted trying to set up another time, but like I'm leaving for another work trip on Tuesday. <sighs> and so it's just like, know, get the calendars out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I literally like, should I book him for March? Like, I mean, at this, at this point, you know, at least get something. Booked. Um, but he seems really nice. And so I'm like, I, I want to go on a date with him. Like, I don't want to ignore him. I feel yeah. genuinely really bad. Okay. But Hopefully you'll remember after yeah. this and text him. So yeah, that's valid. Yes. 
I'm blanking right now if you want to keep going. Next, oh, mine was ghosting. Yeah. Oh. My next one is if you ask for my Snapchat over my number, you're canceled. Yeah, that's not okay. Because I'm 24. I'm almost 25. Yeah, no. And like, I still have a Snapchat, but I literally barely use it. And yeah. I just like, I, I don't want to be sending, I don't want my first interaction with somebody before I even go on a date with them to be me having to send pictures of my face. Yeah, that's bad to vibes. Like, no. Bad vibes. Like, if you can't be mature enough to ask for my number, then, like, it's not a thing. No. Now, will I get your number, save it, and then go into my quick ads on Snapchat to find your first and last name to stalk your entire life? Yes. Yes, I will be doing that. But I do not want you adding me on Snapchat. No, that's gross. That's just, like, weird. It's like, yeah. we're adults. Come on. Like... In high school, when you're, like, 15, that's, like, the thing you do because you get, like, too nervous to ask for somebody's number, so you have Snapchat first, but, like, no, we're adults. Get it together. Which is so funny because I feel like Snapchat is, like, more facey. 100%. I don't know. Literally. It literally is facey. Like, so. I don't know. That's so, such an interesting, like, corner of our culture. It's bizarre. Um, I'm trying to think. This is all very, like, date-centric. I'm still thinking. I'm trying to get all my thoughts together. That's totally good. Um, another one of mine was, like, knowing the difference between comfortability and compatibility. Yeah. Because I think that's something that, like, I found myself in before where it's, like, I'm, like, oh, I'm comfortable with this person, so I like this person and will, like, date this person. Yeah. But we weren't compatible. Yes. <laughs> and I know you can probably relate. Yeah. I have some follow-ups here. Yeah. And so it's just like one of those things where it's really important to like evaluate that because like I know it's hard like once you get comfortable with a person mm-hmm. then being like, okay, like they're not like really what I'm looking for, but I'm comfortable with them and like I'm not totally unhappy, but like I know it's not what's right. Yeah. You just have to, like, you have to know that difference because otherwise you're always going to wonder, like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm fully in favor of, like, I know not everybody's in favor of, like, ending up, like, dating your friends, but, like, if you had a guy friend and, like, this happened, this happened to me a couple times of, mm-hmm. like, you know, then, like, having a guy friend and then ending up, like, going on some dates with them and, you know, sometimes it ruins friendships, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> and it's okay, but it's, like, I'm in favor of at least giving that a chance if you, like, both want to give it a chance. Um, I think you have to set ground rules first, though. You do. To be, like, it's our responsibility to not ruin the vibes of our entire friend group. Exactly. Yes. Um, 100%. And, but that's, like, too, when you really need to know the difference between, like, if you're just comfortable with that person or if it's, like, actually yeah. a vibe. Because, like, if you're already comfortable on a friendship level with somebody mm-hmm. and then you start going on dates, like, it's going to be easier to go on those dates than it is to, like, go on dates, like, with somebody you've never met. For sure. And so you might, like, mistake that, like, oh, like, I'm comfortable with this person. This is, like, easy conversation. Well, like, no shit. You were already friends. Yeah, you already know each so, other. So, yeah, you already got through that, like, awkward, weird stage of not knowing somebody. Mm-hmm. And so... So, like, you can't just be afraid to do that again with somebody that you actually might be compatible with. Yeah. To, like, build off of that, because I have also been in that situation, um, I can't remember if this was in a book or a podcast or a show. I don't know. It was something, some type of media that I consumed really summed it up well for me. And it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, that's the best way to describe it. It was something along the lines of, like, 
do we actually like, are we, do we actually have a connection, like a meaningful connection or do we just like each other enough and get along? Yeah. And I think that that is exactly your point is like you, we kind of mistake comfort. Like this was somebody that I got along pretty well with and like we liked being around each other, but I mean, I think, (laughs) um, it's been a long time. I don't really remember, but like we got along well enough and I think we just didn't really think to go outside of that. And I think I was also young. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of facets here. Like it's, it's a complex issue, but I don't know. I think there really is something to just getting along with somebody and confusing that for being like, Oh, we're very compatible. And it's like, no, because think about your friends, like your friendships, you get along well. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just think, I think there's just a lot more to it than that. Yeah. Like just getting along with somebody is not really a reason to like stay with them. And when I realized that I was like, au revoir. (laughs) Yeah. No, so like, and it was the right choice for me and for him. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And it's like hard too, because like, especially depending on how long, like it goes on, it gets harder to like break out of that. Um, but I think it's just something to be mindful of because I mean, I would love for, like, the person I end up being with, like, somebody that isn't completely, like, quote, random. Like, if it was, you know, like... I could see you with somebody you, like, loosely know at minimum. Yeah, and, like, I like that because I think it adds credibility to, like, their character when, like, you know... You have witnesses. Yeah, they're, like, vetted by people, (laughs) you know? And I'm, like, not opposed to, like, meeting somebody totally random. Obviously, that happens. It works out, and it's totally fine, but... um, So yeah, it's like finding that balance though. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I get it. And that's another thing is I think I would say, I feel like dating apps are great. And I think that there are so many people I know that have met people on dating apps and it's worked out really well. But I think you also have to remember that there are really good avenues to meet people through your current connections also. Mm -hmm. So to your point, you know, even loosely knowing somebody they're vetted by friends, et cetera. Like, I think, I think that's a really good opportunity to meet people too, of just like, Oh, I don't know your friend, but I know you and you're friends with them. So like, do you think that would be a vibe? Like one of our friends was like, Oh, I have the perfect man for Joanna. And it's like her ex-boyfriend. I know. <laughs> but I'm like, that's see, that's so funny. Cause she's like, no, he's a great guy. It just like, it wasn't the time nor the place or the person. Like it just wasn't working, but he's wonderful. Yeah. So I feel like, you can meet people that you might not even know, but they're still not random. Right. Because you like kind of have a connection. And I also think this is like a little bit taboo, but a lot of people meet at work. Yeah. I can't do that. It depends on where you work. Yeah. And I think it depends on a lot of things, but like Alex and I met at work, but it was like our college job. So it's different. But I think in like the real professional world, it depends on the company. Like mine, I work for a very big company. So I know of a lot of, not a lot, but like there are a decent chunk of married couples at my work. And most of the time they're in like completely different departments. Like it's totally fine. Like it's a big company. There's a lot of people that work there, Mm -hmm. but there are a couple, you know, that are in the same department or whatever. Like we have a, a couple who just got married a couple months ago and they both work in our department, but it's structured so that they never have impact on each other's jobs, which is good. Like that's the way to do it. But it is just interesting. Like 
you can just straight up meet people at work. But again, that really depends on your work culture and like what is appropriate or not. Um, so that's like super interesting to me too, but I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of ways to meet people through your current connections. Yeah, I agree. And it, it can be hard too, because I'm not somebody that like goes out with my friends on the weekends and like has any intention of like meeting somebody. If it happened, right. It like, I wouldn't be like opposed to it, but that's never my intention of like going out like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to like meet a guy tonight. Like, no, like I'm going out to have fun with my friends. Exactly. (laughs) And like, if it happens where you start talking to people and like you vibe with somebody Mm -hmm. and like whatever, but just don't go out with that intention. Cause that's annoying. Yeah. But, um, I think, you know, that's, that's like a way that people a lot of times think you might meet people, but Mm -hmm. it can be hard depending on what you do. Like, I am at the studio like four nights a week and like, there are not a lot of men that are going to the studio. I mean, it's going to be like someone's dad who's married. Exactly. Not really the, it's not exactly my, it's not exactly the demographic of people that I am looking to date. Um, and so it can be hard, like finding places to, like meet people like once you're out of college like it's just kind of weird um that I think that's why like dating apps have gotten so big yeah is because it's like a way to meet people um but like I don't know maybe I'll join like a running club or something and (laughs) not the running club again (laughs) (laughs) I'm back on the running club but I don't know so um or you know you never know you might meet somebody through friends or totally random or you might be walking your cat on the sidewalk and meet somebody Not the cat <laughs> you never know yeah I just I feel like there are so many people there are so many in the world crazy. And there's just no way to know all of them clearly but I feel like there's there's always somebody for everybody yeah there's an ask for every seat you know yep absolutely <laughs> there absolutely is um do you have any other advice not like off the top of my head but yes you know yeah. No, I feel like I could do a million episodes of this. I like, know. Do you have more? Those were like my big pointers. Okay. Um, I don't know if like we want to go into like funny stories at all, or if we want to do like, we have some like advice column stuff up that we were yeah. going to like say our piece on some of those potentially. Let's do some stories and then we'll do some like common advice column questions. Okay. For sure. Yeah. I'm trying to even think of my first story. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think one for me right now is for whatever reason, my clientele on, (laughs) on hinge, like some of the people that are trying to match with me have just been really into letting me know that they're into monogamy. You're like, congratulations. I'm so proud of you, sweaty. And I'm like, that's going to be an immediate X for me. But like, thank you, David. Like, I didn't need to see that today. I love going through your dating apps with you. They're so fun, right? It's so fun. I have like probably close to 100 matches right now that we (gasps) could do do that. Should we do it live? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine? I mean, we could do it live. (laughs) I wouldn't be opposed. Um, Maybe a follow-up segment. Yeah. But I just like haven't. I haven't been on it the last like couple days and I looked and I've been at like the 50 plus match thing for like probably four days. So it's probably close to a hundred matches. Cause it's like, I, it's like I typically get between like 10 and 20 matches a day, okay, which like, girl. which like, I'm not trying to like pat myself. No, that's back. iconic. But like, that's like typically like my, she has lots of suitors people. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I just don't let very many of them match with me because no, I, that's fine. I get like the widest range of people. Like, 
I genuinely get people that I'm like, oh, like they're very attractive. And Mm -hmm. then I get people that tell me they're into monogamy and I'm immediately screaming. My favorite is the people who are like Christian conservative. I'm like canceled and deleted. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) for me, it's also the people lately that have been like, I want to get, it's like one of the prompts is like (laughs) something I want to do this year. And some people are like, oh, travel to Europe, get a dog, like very like normal (laughs) things. And other people are like, this year I really want to get married. And I'm like, ah, like, take that somewhere else. I'm like, <laughs> that, I'm not your girl for that. Like, <laughs> You just put that on your bio. Don't want to get married this year. Don't want to get married this year. Like, because a lot of people have been sliding into my DMs with that. That's so scary. Um, I'm like, I literally don't want to get married until I'm 30. So give me yeah, five years. That is totally fine. But yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a goofy world to be in. Like. Everyone's been wild on there. Everybody's been so wild. I can't I, wait to see some of these. Yeah, I'm like, let's just even see who the first. Yeah, give us some examples. Okay, let's see. Pulling it up. Oh my gosh. Okay, this just started a whole thing. The oh first my. match I have is a guy that sent me. Why am I scared? I'm scared looking because okay, so they like blur people's like pictures and I thought that I just recognized somebody but I oh no (laughs) we're good um so this guy though sent me a rose which like I don't know if you know the difference on like hinge I've like heard of it but I don't understand it yeah so like if you don't have like the um it's like premium or or plus or whatever it is like you only get like a certain amount of roses but some people will like be like only placed in the rose section they're called like your standouts and so you can only send like two roses and so whenever people send me roses I get like really stressed because I'm like either they're like paying to get more roses and then they're like really eager yeah or they just use one of their two roses on me and like I don't like that at all that's so weird and it just like seems really aggressive what's the point of it though the point of it I think is no matter what, I think if you send somebody a rose, then you show up first in their matches, I think. And I also think it's that supposed just to... gives, like, weird vibes to me. Like, it kind of seems pointless. Yeah, and I also think the other piece of it is just, like, a way to stand out from, like, a typical, like, like, you know? Okay. And I it's don't just, know. It seems kind of dumb, but maybe it's... Yeah, nice. it's, it's not... I'm not a fan of it, personally, because I just think it's weird. Um... But this man, he sent me a rose. Okay, slay. And he is saying that his love language is talking, working out, food, video games, card games, and getting to know people. He... All right. That's a lot of love languages. He's 5'11". So he's 5'9". Yeah, pretty much. Um, And he is looking for someone that's chill and can adapt to anything. And he said the key to his heart is anything food-related or exciting activities. Okay. And green flags he looks for are people that are passionate and people that don't want to make a difference. What? That don't want to make a difference? People that are passionate and people that don't want to make a difference. Um, I feel like that kind of contradicts. And then he has a picture of himself setting off fireworks. Oh, can I see this imagery? This is his firework photo. So um, that's giving high schooler. This is this is him. Yeah. So who took that photograph? I don't know, but I'm afraid of him. So it's gonna be a no. It's gonna be a no for me. I love this. So fun. Um, Andrew 
said, so like essentially for those of you that like aren't on hinge, um, both parties have prompts. So like one of my prompts is that like, believe it or not, I have two different colored eyes. Mm -hmm. Everybody always wants to comment on that prompt. And like people be like, do you really? I'm like, why would I lie about that? Yeah. What would be the point? Literally. Um, he said, so that's like the first prompt of mine. And he said, I didn't even need to look at the rest of your profile. This caught my attention. I'm like, Andrew, I'm afraid of you already. Andrew, please. Um, you should leave a comment if you like a stash and tats and you want to see Zach Bryan with me. <laughs> Please. He's 25. He's 5'10". And a goal of mine, or a goal of his, is to drink espresso martinis with you and have my own counseling business out of a yurt and raise honeybees. Why does that actually kind of sound like my aesthetic? No, I was like, I kind of actually am into that. I'm into that. That's kind of giving. I mean, the yurt, I would only want to do every now and again. Do you know what a yurt is? No. A yurt, so like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of glamping in a way. Please. <laughs> like, it's, um, they have them at the wilds, and you can like stay like amongst the animals, but Way they're like fun. these like kind of like round little houses. Oh my God. Um, yeah. They're like really cool. I've actually really wanted to stay in one. Um, Love that. Yeah. He also said that what if he told me that sometimes he lets the server pick his meals? I feel like that's fine. Yeah. So I'm actually going to match with him. Yeah. He's kind of giving good vibes. Yeah. He is kind of giving good vibes. Um, we'll go through one more and then we can be done with my hinge. I love it. I think. Hmm. Okay. This guy, um, let's debate the topic. What's the best Mr. Beast video? I immediately don't care. Yeah. He's six foot, 26. He's a physics grad student. Okay, smarty. And his simple pleasures are morning coffee. His love language is words of affirmation. That's, I feel like you don't like that. No. He also like, yeah, I don't think he's my vibe. Yeah, he's going to be a no for me. Okay. I love Hinge Corner. Yeah, that's Hinge Corner. So that's like what I work with. But I mean, I get like the weirdest stuff on Hinge. Mm-hmm. Like I'll when you put them on your private snap story. I know. I just like sometimes when I see some really outlandish ones, I just put them up because I'm like, what on earth? Like, It's so funny. It's so bizarre to me that people actually say these things and expect to like, like they think it's going to get them a girlfriend. I know. Like, please. I'm like, what? Like, what did somebody say recently that everybody was commenting back? They were like, I can't believe that they think this is going to get them a girlfriend. And I was like, I wish I could tell you because (laughs) let me see if I can find it. This one, he said, we'll get along if you like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt. Cause it says like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party too. I like to party. So I like my Jesus to party. Like, it just stressed me out. No, I was like, not no, the tuxedo no, t-shirt. No, 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 That's so spooky. Yeah, so that's just kind of a... That's what we're working with on there, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's the only app I do, though. I don't do Tinder. Okay. I don't do Bumble. I feel like one is enough to manage from yeah. what it seems like. It's a full-time job. Like, they really pile up, and I'm like, I don't have the energy to go through these right now. <laughs> like, that's I just so can't do it, so... I love that. Yeah. A little bit about my hinge. No, that was so fun. I guess I can tell 
about Alex and I's first date. I love. Which is so funny. So, like I said, we worked together. So we kind of were already, like, loosely becoming friends, like, kind of in a friend group of work people. We would all, like, hang out, like, every Tuesday after work, all the things. Um, so then when he, like, asked me kind of on a date, like, it was still, like, super informal, which I liked because I was like, I already know you. And, yeah. like, I don't know. But it still was, like, the first time we, like, hung out alone. And actually, that's not true. But it's the first time we like went on like a date. Yeah. Um, so this was still when I worked at Marcella's also. So I was there, I was hosting there on the weekends because I was so bored that I just like worked all summer, which I'm like, could never be me now. I'm like, please. (laughs) Um, so we went on like a Sunday night after I was done working and to Marcella's. After I was done working at Marcellus, we didn't go to Marcellus. Oh, I was like, oh my god, can you imagine? I was like, that's, that's so facey. So that's so facey. <laughs> no, so after I worked, so it was like a Sunday because I worked like Saturday nights, but not Sunday nights. So he like planned this date, and it's like the most Alex shit ever because it's like so goofy, but it like made it really like chill and not scary. I don't yeah. know. So. We went to Condado, which love. Love. So we had some tacos. I know, right? (laughs) I feel like that's like perfect because we kind of already knew each other. It was like very low key. It's like relatively cheap. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been on a lot of taco dates. They're kind of the move. Yeah. And to get, you know, controversial, I was underage and they don't card. Yeah. Um, So I could get myself a margarita. And it was really fun. And I... Like, we just hung out there, and then the next part of our date was that we were going to go um, watch the Emoji movie at Easton Town Center. At the AMC. (laughs) Yeah. So, which is hilarious, because, like, that movie is so stupid. Have you ever seen it? No, I've never seen it. I remember when it came out, though. No, like, it's ridiculous. And it was, like, the only movie that was playing around the time that we would need to go. And I feel like we had been making fun of it at camp because all the kids were really excited about it. So all of the counselors were like, what is happening? Yeah. So then kind of as a joke, we, like, went to go see it. And when I tell you we were the only people in the movie theater, like, that has never happened to me before. There was not a single other person in there. So we were just, like, yapping the whole time because it didn't matter. Right. So it was, like, so funny because we also, like, snuck in, like, wine in like a water bottle that I was hiding under my cardigan that I was holding. Love. So it was just like so goofy. Like we we had Condado, we had drinks, and then we were like snuck in an entire water bottle full of wine into the emoji movie, which no one else was in, and we were just like cackling, like having the best time. I love That's that. That's just though. like so goofy. That's actually like very like on brand for you I guys. So now like looking back. Yeah, so that was our first date and it was it was really fun. And then we had work the next day. So it wasn't like we just went to the movie after we ate tacos and then that was that. But it was fun. It was very goofy. Yeah. I'm always curious, like, how many dates technically did you and Alex go on before it was, like, official? I literally don't even know. Yeah. We also started dating, like, really randomly. And, like, I just kind of thought he would forget that he asked me. Because it was, like, after we had gone out with a bunch of friends and he, like, asked me to be his girlfriend and I literally got terrified. <laughs> So I just said, yeah, because I didn't know what else to say. <laughs> he knows that. Like, it's not like this is a secret. But I literally didn't know what to say because I was like, I am terrified of being in a relationship right yeah. now. Because it was like pretty soon after I had ended my previous relationship. But again, like it was giving high school. Like I, yeah. I'm, we weren't really we weren't giving attachment to that. So it was fine. But you, it just like looks bad, you know. Um. 
So I was like, I just kind of don't really want to jump into that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I like freaked out. It was like late. Everyone had been drinking. Everyone was just having a good time. And I was like, I'm overwhelmed. So I said, yeah. And then I was like, oh, he won't remember. And then the next day he asked me about it. He was like, oh, do you remember the conversation we had? And I was like, what conversation? <laughs> <laughs> but by that point, when I was like sober and like thought about it, I was like, okay, like this is random, but whatever. We'll see what happens. But it's and this then, way. And here we are still. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so funny. funny. <laughs> like I always ask people too, cause I'm just curious, like obviously everybody has different timelines, yeah. but like I, I, I forget how much like dates kind of progress with people after you're like past date number three. Right. It kind of like steps into a more serious, like, yeah, you're like, are we going to keep doing this like for a long time? Yeah. And that's where I'm always like, and like bulk at it. Cause yeah. I'm like, now it's like kind of a thing. Um, yeah. I was talking to my coworker and I was like, Oh, like how long, like how many dates did you guys go on before you were mm-hmm. official? And she was like, literally only like five. And she was like, it was just like so crazy. You know? Yeah. We probably didn't go on that many official dates. Like we probably went on a couple. Yeah. But you also like knew each other before. But we, exactly. We already knew each other and we had like like our whole work friend group was the same. So I feel like we hung out a lot in groups because we all, it was like our, yeah. our friend group. But yeah, I don't know. We probably had a couple. Yeah. It was like probably over the span of like a month and then we started dating. Eh, maybe not that long. Yeah. But I don't know. We already knew each other. Right. So it just kind of happened quickly, which I freaked out about, as I just said. But, you know, here we are. It worked out. It worked out. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> I'm going to tell this story, and then we can move on to I'm some advice <laughs> You can tell as many stories as you want. Um, so I... Speaking of how things get, like, slightly more... Like, in my mind, it's, like, after date number three is kind of when you start to, like, progress into, like okay, like, we've been on enough dates to, like, get through, like, Mm -hmm. the basic stuff. Yeah. Like, we know each other, so now it's more about, like, assessing the actual vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, would you be a good team if you were to actually be official? Beyond, like, oh, I like them. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I went on a fourth date with this guy that we had been to, like... We did, like, a taco date, we did a mm-hmm. drinks date, and then we went to, like, Forno for, like, drinks and dinner yeah. that night. So, like, a little bit more formal, more I guess. Chic. Yeah. And then we were just, like, grabbing dinner. It was, like, a Sunday night, and this is, like, I, I like, went in with the mindset of, like, okay, like, I need to, like, figure out uh-huh. if, like, this is the vibe kind of thing. Yeah. And I immediately got the ick. Like, so... Yeah, I remember this one. It was so... Oh, my gosh. Like... So we just went to Brassica for dinner and it was like totally fine. But it was like, I think he had gotten comfortable to the point where he could just let out the fact that he was kind of an idiot. Oh no. I mean, I don't think, I don't think he's going to be listening to this podcast. And I Please, also, can you imagine? I also don't care if he is, but, um, <laughs> he like showed up in like a Browns Jersey and it just, yeah. like, it just like gave me the, it just gave me the ick. And like, some people might be fine with that, but I just was like, that's just not your vibe. It just gave, it literally gave me the ick. I'm like sitting in a booth at Brassica on high street and this man's wearing, this man's is wearing a Browns jersey. And I'm like, I am not a fan of this. And he's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's just not for me. Like he yeah. really is a super nice guy, has a lot going for him. And then he proceeded to tell me this story about how he swallowed a bottle cap. 
Please, that's not cute. And he was like, yeah, I had to go to the ER and get it surgically removed. Yeah, that's not, that's not giving. And I was like, I That's can't. an embarrassing story you tell when you are dating someone. Yeah, I'm like, you are not seriously telling me all of this right now. That's, yeah, that's too much. And he was like, yeah, they couldn't even perform surgery right away because I had been drinking that night. And so they had to wait until the next day. And they basically like told him that if he, if they couldn't get it out the way, like with the scope, they were going to have to like cut his neck open. Please. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're literally like. That's not okay. This is this is not the story you tell on date number four, and so that was what somebody I, will love that, but it, it's not you. Somebody will love that, but it certainly wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, so then we left that date, and I did a classic fade out of like, mm-hmm. oh my god, thanks, but no thanks. Basically, you also did get really busy because I remember you were kind of anxious about it. You're like, I don't know how to like cut this off, and I was like, it's like holiday season. Yeah. So at this point. It felt, it felt like it fizzled easily from at least what I knew of the situation. It did fizzle pretty easily. Um, and I do think having it be holiday season was also helpful because mm-hmm. it was like every single weekend. We were out of town like all of December. Yeah. We had the trip to Miami and then we had the trip to New York and then we had Teresa's wedding and yeah. then it was the holidays. So Bro. it was pretty easy to just not be free. Yeah, no, it just like helped fizzle it out, but... It was just one of those moments where I was like, dang, like I really went in with the mindset of this day of like trying to figure out if it was something that I wanted to like pursue further or not yeah. because I didn't want to continue to like go on these like half-ass dates if it like mm-hmm. wasn't a thing, you know? And I was like, well, he just made that really easy for me. That's so funny. <laughs> because that was not the vibe, but that was so funny. He also like, he, again, he's super nice, like has a lot going for him, um, mm-hmm. but just not my typical yeah and that's okay vibe anyway like but like conversation was really easy and like I think that goes back to my like comfortability over compatibility thing like I genuinely like we got comfortable like chatting really fast Mm -hmm. but like not the vibe for me yeah and that's okay yeah he would make a great friend yeah I'm like add him to the friend group yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I don't know if I want to do that yet it's a little fresh (laughs) That's so funny. Do you have any other ones you want to share? (laughs) Like, I'm sure I could go on for days about... Oh, well, this is something not to do. Oh. Um, This happened a while ago, but I went on a date with this guy, and it was in high school, so, like, to be fair, like, that's a little bit different, but his entire friend group like halfway through our date showed up and like came and sat with us at the booth and was just like yapping my ear off absolutely not and like to be fair they were like kind of distantly my friends too but like I wasn't that close with them yet yeah and so it was just like like why are you here and they were all older than me too gotcha and so I was just like like what yeah that's weird and looking back on it now I'm just kind of like that was so that's goofy so cringy but it's fine for sure yeah, That's hilarious. I'm sure I could compile more dating stories and do a whole episode on, on dating stories, especially yeah. as I could think of more for sure. Yeah, I like had a. I really wanted to hit a quota of going on like a hinge date a month. Yeah, in 2023, and then January just got insanely busy, um, and honestly, February is really busy too. So I haven't been on a date yet this calendar year. But as soon as I go on one, I will let you all know. Yeah, maybe we should start doing Hinge Corner with Joanna. Hinge Corner with Joanna. It could be the updates. It could be kind of fun. Um, but yeah. I would love that. Sorry, it is yawned so big. Do we want to do some of these like common 
We can just do a couple of them because this episode's like honestly long. Yeah. Let's do like two or three maybe. Yeah. I feel like this is a good one. Yeah. I like this one. So one of them is I'm meeting my partner's parents for the first time and I'm super nervous. Any advice? I think this is, I think more challenging for a guy to do than it is for a girl to do, which might be controversial. Okay. But I just know how like my parents are and how like when I've brought guys around, like especially my dad is always like, you know what I mean? Um, I think like from like a female perspective, like if you like really want to be stunning and chic and the guy you're dating has like a good relationship with their mom, which Mm -hmm. I hope that they do because the way men treat their parents, like their mom is a direct reflection of like how they treat women. Yeah. Um, but if they have like a good relationship, bring mom flowers to like, you know, Mm -hmm. get in there and like show that you like, yeah, you know, um, I always think that's cute, but I think also just like going in and being yourself and like not trying to like change who you are to like fit into their narrative because that's only going to like continue to get harder. Like, yeah. As you go through things, if you like try to be somebody you're not, and then like, you have to like keep up that front every time you see them. Yeah. Um, it is just like kind of a weird situation, but I feel like the older you get, the less it matters. Yeah. And I think it kind of depends on like the scenario. Like I think, Mm -hmm. I think it's worth asking the person like, if I like didn't bring something over, would that be an immediate like red flag to your family? Like you, I feel like you need to understand like what their family would expect from you because some of them, they're probably just like literally just show up for dinner and that's all they want. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I actually met Alex's parents not on purpose. Love. Um, <laughs> so that was pretty funny and I would share the full story, but I feel like it, it's like more embarrassing for them than for me. So, <laughs> um, basically like, it wasn't anything bad, but I was just like there and it was when we weren't dating and his whole family was watching a movie in the living room. So we came in after, this was after we were hanging out with our work friends. So we were just like, we were watching a movie or something and he didn't know that they were all like, it wasn't even that late, but they were basically all in there. So I was just like, oh my God, because I also worked with his sister already. So I was like, oh my God, like this is so bad. Um, cause then I don't know. Like she probably didn't know that we were like kind of starting to be a summer fling. Right. And then, um, I was like, this is so embarrassing. Like (laughs) whatever. Sorry. I just touched your foot. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and basically his dad said something like really funny, but it was, it was just kind of, kind of cause like they didn't know I was going to show up. Mm -hmm. We weren't dating either. So they were like, who TF is this? Right. So it it was just like a goofy meeting. And then the first time I actually like hung out with them, that was like planned. It was super cute. Cause I was like, should I bring anything? And they were like, no. And I came over and we basically just had like ice cream and stuff. Oh, and cute. it was so cute. Cause his mom was like, you know, those little like ice cream spoons that you would get at like the yogurt places yeah. that are like square shaped. Yeah. Like she had gotten some of those, like, like not for this event, but she was like, no, Alex, like you need to get the ice cream spoons out. And I was like, wait, this is so funny. That is so cute though. And Alex is so stressed. He was like, I promise we never use these. I was like, I don't care. That is so cute though. I know. But I love his family. But it was the way I met them was kind of goofy. And then I don't really remember when he met my family. He already knew my sister because they worked together before I even knew Alex. Um, 
So I don't know. It just kind of felt easy because he gets along with my parents super well, always has. And he already knew my sister. So I think it was kind of easy for him. Yeah. This guy I went on a couple dates with, um, in high school, his first meeting of my parents was my dad just like harassing him about how it was icy outside and how he had to drive careful. Wait, the way your dad always does that to me. <laughs> He'll be like, do you know how to drive safely? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and I just remember being like, well, this is going to be a one and done date because he's certainly not going to want to hang out with me after that. But yeah. yeah, I feel like that wasn't really advice, but I guess just Ask if there's anything that would be expected of you. And if not, like, I think you just need to ask, like, what to expect Mm -hmm. from their family. Like, if they don't like sarcasm, like, that's something to know. Which I feel like, you know, you obviously want to be your authentic self. But I think just knowing some of those little nuances of, like, are there any topics that they don't like discuss it? I don't know. Like, just kind of knowing the vibes and, like, the family dynamic, I think, is helpful. Yeah. And just being respectful, especially like if you're in their space, you know, mm-hmm. obviously like And like being, ask about them. Who doesn't yeah. like talking about themselves? Exactly. Like just trying to get to know them. Yeah. While also still being your your lovely self. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best I can do. I feel like I didn't have much to actually provide there, but eh. I'm trying to find a good one. <laughs> I don't even want to open up that uh, one. Oh yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> I, today. I don't know if we have. I don't know if we have anything <laughs> we can say there. Hmm, this one's interesting. Okay, I'm gonna read it. Yeah, um, this question is: I've asked my partner to change a couple things about his behavior, like how he parties a lot, but he hasn't stopped any of them. I know he really loves me, so why won't he change? Um, I will be honest. If this is something that like you're asking of them and this is a behavior that like they have like had for a long time too. It's just something Mm -hmm. that they like have always been into. Like say you're dating somebody and like one partner in the relationship is really into like going out and partying and the other partner like doesn't want any part of that. And you knew that going into the relationship, I don't really think you can ask them to change that because that just means you're not compatible. Yeah. It means you're not compatible, which is totally fine. And it's like not a big deal. But you also have to respect that that's something that they enjoy and, like, is something that they still want to do. And, like, it's also something that's probably not going to last forever for them. So yeah. if, like, in their early 20s, they, like, want to be going out and partying, like, and th- that's just fine, like, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, if it's a habit, not a habit, but, like, a, a thing that they started doing, like, partially through your relationship and you feel like they're doing it for potentially the wrong reasons... Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe they're like trying to piss you off so that like you break up with them or something like that. Oh my God. Then that's like a conversation obviously that you can have and like, you know, come to some conclusion or at least understand why they're doing what they're doing. Like if it's something where they're like, Oh, I just like really love going out and hanging out with my friends. And it's like, that's not anything to really worry about. But if you think that they're going out to like, you know, with bad intentions, then that's obviously a conversation. Um, and it's actually really funny. So <laughs> there was a girl that mm-hmm. I was actually just talking about this with my friend, Lindsay, because we were just like talking about like funny things that happened to us like back in the day. Yeah. Um, there was a girl that we had some mutual friends and she was like dating this guy and like started to confide in me and their relationship. Yeah. And would ask me like why he like wasn't changing about things that like, wait, is this the one I know too? 
We'll, we'll circle back. Okay. I was like, I know her, right? I mean, you do. She didn't go to your school. She went, not, didn't go to mine either. She went to the third one. Yeah, I went to middle school with her. Oh. Yeah, okay. This okay. is who I thought cool, it was. Cool, yeah. Okay, so I do. So, yeah, yeah, she started to confide in, like, their relationship with me. And, like, it was one of those things where she was like, oh, like, I don't understand why he's not changing this behavior. Like, I know he loves me. And, like, I know that... And I'm like, here's the thing though. Like, that's how he's always been. Mm-hmm. And so you've known that this is his like personality. These are the things he does and it's always the things he's, he's done. So yeah. you can't expect him to change just because you want him to change. Like, yeah, that's not healthy. And I think there are some things that, you know, I think change naturally when you are in a relationship versus not like if their behavior is that they love the dating apps when they're dating you. Obviously that should not be happening. Yes, like, and I agreed. don't think that's what this is even about. Were you done with your story before I continue? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I was like, did I just interrupt you? No, 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 no. <laughs> that so was sorry. it. At least I think I finished unless I stopped talking halfway through, but I, I got everything out. I wanted to. I oh think. yeah. Cause you said like, he's always been like this. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think it depends on the behavior and I think it again, depends on the timing, like you yeah. said, but I think like all in all, like you're not going to be able to change people. I think if it's something that's really bothering you and like, isn't really normal or is just something that's not working for you, I think it's fine to be like really respectful in how you frame it and not like point the finger or anything, but just kind of come to them with, Hey, when you do this, it really bothers me because I feel like you partying a lot when that's not really my thing. It's like, I don't really get any time with you or like whatever it might be. And if, they're not willing to change that, then I think that's just a huge compatibility issue. And I think that's okay. Like there's your answer. Like someone can love you, but also like want to party all the time. I I don't know. Like, like I go out more than Alex does because he doesn't have the energy for it anymore. But like, I also make sure that I have enough time throughout the week that we're spending together that like when I go out and he doesn't come with us, like that's my time with you and the girls are like just our couple of friends. Like, I don't know. Like it's never like a weird thing and I'm also like not at the club I'm like we're grabbing two drinks and going home yeah 100% I don't know I think it's just like it seems like that's a communication issue and if he's not willing to or your partner's not willing to change these things that are fundamentally bothering you I don't think you should expect them to but if they're not going to then I think that's your answer like they're just not for you yeah and I also think like as much as it kind of sucks to hear sometimes like sometimes people especially when you're young Mm -hmm. you just outgrow relationships yeah like you know especially like before you're 25 like your brain is not fully developed until Mm -hmm. you're 25 so it's like if you're in your like really early 20s and you're dating somebody and they start to like you know have some life changes that they want to like go out and party more or do whatever like it might just be that you guys are kind of growing apart and that relationship is growing apart and that is completely fine. For sure. And like it might suck and it probably does suck because if you've been together for a while, like that, yeah. that can suck a lot. And like, I'm sorry, but it's also one of those things where in the end it would be better, you know? Mm-hmm. I totally agree. So let's see if we can find like one more. Why are these all the same? <laughs> I think this has more though. I'm like, I feel feel like this is a hot topic. That is a hot topic. Let's do this one. I like that one. Um, Is it okay for your partner to have besties from the opposite gender? I'm an absolute yes on this Mm -hmm. with the stipulation that like, 
And I think this can be okay, but like... It depends on a lot of things. Yeah, it it does. So like, I think about like you and Cal, for instance. Yeah. Total besties and like, it's not... Yeah. It's not anything. Like, it's very platonic, you know, like total bestie vibes. I think it can get tricky when there is like a spark on like one person's end and not on the other that like... Exactly. People can get like... Or even if it's somebody that you had a fling with, but like knew it didn't work out, but then maybe it's still kind of flirtatious. Like, I don't know, like that can just be kind of like awkward. And some people are just Mm -hmm. like flirty people too, which can like make it an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. It really depends on the people. It does. It really depends on the people. Like I used to have a lot of guy friends. Like I don't really have that many anymore, um, but like more so in high school. And like Mm -hmm. I had a lot of guy friends that I was like really, really close to and like if I had a boyfriend at the time, like there would be no worry about those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, it definitely is circumstantial and it has to be very like set in stone. And like, I don't think I would want my boyfriend to be like Snapchatting like a bunch of women yeah. all the time. Just like that's weird. Just cause but... you're like, why are you being weird? Like just text them like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Um, but I'm also not one to be like, oh my gosh, like my boyfriend liked this girl's picture on Instagram he's cheating on me like that's like yeah. never where my brain goes on those things so like I think I'm just more like lenient and more like mm-hmm. understanding that like people have relationships that are like friendships and not anything yeah. crazy and I think this is a hot topic because in most cases I like I would say it's like not a normal friendship like I'd say like the majority of the time it's not like a good vibe but I think I think that I, myself and Alex are a good example of this because we both do have friends of the opposite gender that are legitimate, just good quality friends. Mm -hmm. And I think the difference is like, I think it's history. Like if it's ever somebody that they've like been with, dated, anything like that, I think that's going to be a no because Mm -hmm. that gets messy. I think if it's somebody you've always been friends with, completely platonically like it's not gonna ever be an issue like do I think you should be like hanging out like one-on-one with people in certain contexts like no like maybe grabbing lunch I don't know like I think that there are things it, it just depends on the people but I think it also matters like how those friends make you feel so he has a really really good friend that he grew up with like they went to school together all growing up and it was even one of those things like their families always joked like the two of them would end up together and even knowing that, I'm like, I know these two people never in their lives yeah. would that ever be a match. Like, they're so opposite, but they're really good friends. And, like, she's become a really good friend of mine because of their friendship. And it's, I don't know, like, I think it's, like, I've never felt threatened by that friendship. I know that it's healthy. I really understand it. I, like, they they give sibling and, like, nothing beyond sibling. And I it's, like, knowing that is, like, a successful friendship he has with a woman that I am now friends with I'm like no that's great because I know that he like is good like early on it's like okay he like knows how to be nice to women yeah you know what I'm saying exactly and without needing to have like anything romantic come from it and I think it's the same thing like I have a couple of friends that I have known for a really long time and I've known them since before I knew Alex Mm -hmm. and it's like completely platonic vibes but Am I hanging out with them alone? No, but they're my good friends and then we can all hang out together. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. Um, The only time I think this is not okay is if it's a friend that is new. 
Yeah. That's going to be a no for me always. Yeah. I, I really liked what you said about, like, I think it says a lot about mm-hmm. how the person you're dating's friend of the same gender of you is treating you because I think mm-hmm. that's like really like when they're super icy to you and like, you know, you know that it's because they either are jealous or there's some underlying yes. something happening there, which is like, ew, not the vibes. Yeah. But I totally agree. Like, I think friends that they have a history with in terms of like mm-hmm. just it being like a platonic friendship. Yeah. Really or like cool. we're always in the same friend group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's totally fine. But the new friend thing is kind of weird. New like, friend is an absolute no. Like if it's like a coworker and like, nope. and you see, don't even get me started on coworkers. <laughs> I am arguably okay with it. And that's only because that that's only if yeah. they're not like hanging out outside of like, yeah. The office a lot, you know? But when someone's trying to, it's like, yeah. please. No, that's, it's weird if it's like, <laughs> if it happens naturally though, like. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I'm like really close with all my coworkers. And so yeah. I'm like. But it depends. It depends on the vibes. Yeah. And I wouldn't ever, I don't know. Um, but yeah, new friendships are weird. Yeah. I'm also. I'd say 99% of the time it's a no from me. Yeah. I'm also <laughs> though, honestly, like. I'm not one to get like jealous about that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm just so I'm the same way. Like I'm never worried about it, but it's when like some random girly is like giving me bad vibes. Like it's not like a him thing at all. I'm just like, who TF are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just like low key feel embarrassed for them, but I'm also like, it's just annoying. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel about <sighs> Yeah, which we won't even get into that situation. It's a little too close to home. Stop, that's so funny. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, she's the kind of friend to a guy, not that I want anything romantic with him because I don't. Yeah. But she's the kind of friend that, mm-hmm. like, that would be a huge red flag. So yeah. I... They're not giving. I am sad for his future girlfriend for that reason. Yeah, that's definitely going to get complicated at some point. Yeah. I mean, Just already, from the little bit that I know. Because I don't already, really know them well, but... It already has. And mm, there's nothing to get complicated no, on. No, no, you no, know? No, no. Like, I don't know. Some girls are just crazy, though. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I just feel like that's such a hot debate. So I wanted us to answer that. But I think it depends on a lot of factors. And it depends on the people. But I think the biggest thing is, like, trust your gut. Like the vibes are super obvious. Like yeah. you said, if like some random girl that your boyfriend has been friends with forever is like really cold toward you, like not the vibe, not the vibe at all. Like that's not giving at all. Yeah. Because like if you, like if I had a really close guy friend and we had been friends for a while mm-hmm. and it was always like bestie vibes, I am not going to be cold towards a girl that he's dating. Cause I'm going to be happy for my friend. Yeah. That they're, like, in a healthy relationship, you know? And I feel like, if anything, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, like, a bonus new friend for your existing friend. Like, Cal. Like, him and Alex are friends because they met because of me. Yeah. But it's, like, they are buds. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of the best way to do it. Like, if it kind of just seamlessly becomes, like, a friend group, I feel like that's perfect. And you know that the vibes are, like, okay. Yeah. I totally agree. But, yeah. That's so interesting. Fun. Anything else? This is so long. This was so long. I could do a million episodes on this. I know. We'll have to circle back. Yeah. Because there's also like other good questions that we could have answered, but we're already over an hour in, so. I know. Well, our Valentine's Day special. I hope you all enjoyed. Yeah. Our unsolicited dating advice. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and we will chat really soon. Yeah. I have nothing else to say. I mean, I do, but I don't. I always have more to say. Yeah. So yeah. Happy right. V-Day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to It's Not Easy Podcast. We post new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following along. And please leave us a rating and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.